Welcome into the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast review of Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the latest installment in a long line of Dragon Ball films. I am your host Mitsugi, and I'm joined by the one and only Pancake. Pancake, how are you doing today? Fucking fantastic! I just had an uh, Irish coffee, hot chocolate, so I'm feeling pretty jazzed. And I'm here just for Lady Emery from the Discord. So oh, shout wow. out to you, shout Lady. Shout out to Lady Emery. Yeah, okay. I'll do anything for you, Lady Emery. Wow. All right. Well, um, Pancake and I did see the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie in theaters. Uh, dubbed, I should say, for those of you that are very curious about you know things like that, um, we went to our to our five dollar movie theater and had our little Fuck dinner. yeah, delicious little theater. And um, I'm looking up the the actual list of movies um, from Dragon Ball. There are four Dragon Ball movies. There are five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17 others. This is movie 21 for Dragon Ball, which is a pretty great accomplishment. So do you mean there's only four movies for Dragon Ball Super? Well, they actually, they technically titled Dragon Ball, on this website, they tra- they, they titled Dragon Ball Battle of the Gods as Dragon Ball Z. I disagree. Personally, if you want my opinion, I think that there are four Dragon Ball Super movies, Battle of the Gods, Resurrection of F, the Broly movie, and this new superhero movie. And then I think that there are, I would say, four Dragon Ball movies as well, which leaves you with what I thought to begin with was 13 Dragon Ball Z movies, which concludes with um, the Dragon Ball movie 13 with Tapien, where Goku goes summons the, uh, he does the Dragon Fist move that hasn't appeared in anything else since, I don't recall. So I've never seen that, actually. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's we okay. should watch that. It's an okay movie. Tapien's pretty cool. It's got a good theme song. But hey, uh, we're going to be talking about Dragon Ball Super Superhero today. Listen, we're going to talk about this movie statistically real quick. Then, then I'm going to jump into like our backgrounds on Dragon Ball and then the movie at large. I, I think it's important to say that this movie has done really well. Um, to date, it's made $77 million worldwide, which is a pretty good amount of money for an anime film. It made 40, it made, it's made $35 million in the U S actually the first week that it came out in the U S it was the number one movie in the United States, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty wild to me how popular anime movies are becoming. Um, cause generally when we go to the movie theaters, it's empty. But when we went for the demon slayer movie and for this Dragon Ball movie, there was a ton of fucking people in there. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty full. And, you know, Dragon Ball, the first movie came out in 1986. So, Curse of the Blood Rubies, which is a movie that I've seen. I had it on VHS tape when I was a little kid. That was a little bit before my time. Yeah, so, I say so. Um, uh, you so, I haven't seen that. When was I alive for any of these? You, The first movie that you would have been alive for was Dragon Ball. This is pretty funny. Dragon Ball um, movie. I'm not alive there oh, yet. Man, you were. That's e- 95. I wasn't born yet. All right. So the fact of the matter is that every Dragon Ball Z film was made before you were born, except for Battle of the Gods. That's a, according to this. That's a Dragon Ball Z film. I don't agree. Okay. I think it's pretty clearly a Dragon Ball Super movie. So just to get back to the numbers here, um, to give you an idea, the movie has been out for 18 days according to Box Office Mojo. Uh, they have 18 days marked, at least, for the with earnings. Is this just for the States? When did it yeah, come out just in for the States. Japan? This is just for the States. $35 million in 18 days in the States. If you look at the Demon Slayer movie, which I think is the highest grossing film in the U.S. ever so far for an anime movie, 
At 18 days in the U.S. for that movie, it was at 36.5. So Dragon Ball is only a million and a half dollars behind Demon Slayer, which is pretty, pretty, pretty remarkable. That that's amazing, and it makes me wonder how well Spirited Away would have done if it had come out now. What I can tell you, and not to dig on Demon Slayer, is that no, 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 if, nothing if, against Demon Slayer. If we let, if we allow, uh, let's see. 35 years to pass. So if, if a Demon Slayer movie comes out in 19, in, tw- in the year 2060, it, it's not going to have $35 million worth of earnings in, uh, you know, in 18 days, but Dragon Ball know, is just a mainstay. So I'm just curious because anime is so popular now. Yeah. And Ghibli movies are even more popular now than they used to be. What if like spirited away or something like that had come out now? Like, I wonder how well it would have done at the box office. I would probably say not as well, just because Dragon Ball is something that everybody knows, and I don't know. It's it's tough to say because it's just an inst- interesting yeah. concept to think about. Spirited Away is is a, is obviously a better film than any any of the ones we've discussed so far. But well, they're different. Yeah. Um. These are like movies off of characters and shows you know, and I see Spirited Away as more of a piece of art, if that makes sense. So my background with Dragon Ball is um, I grew up with Dragon Ball when I was, I think I started watching Dragon Ball when I was around 10. So that would have been like 1995 to date myself. It's fine. Um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm young for my age. And I watched Dragon Ball on Toonami every day pretty much for years. It took, it takes years to get through them all, right? Because the show's so long. And I probably have seen the entirety of Dragon Ball Z three to four times because it's, it was all on TV for like 10 years. I've seen every movie. Uh, I've seen every episode of Dragon Ball. I, I've seen pretty much everything there is. Um, I, you would say I'm probably a Dragon Ball expert. And um, Dragon Ball, like Goku is one of my favorite characters. I love Piccolo. I love Vegeta. I think Frieza is one of the best anime villains, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm kind of a Dragon Ball honk. So I'm going to be a little biased. But my background in with Dragon Ball is that it's part of my childhood. So it's a big part of my childhood. And how about you, Pancake? Um, it was a big part of my childhood, too, uh, in a different capacity. Um, I have two much older brothers, and they were in high school when Dragon Ball was airing on Toonami, and they would have me sit on the couch and let them know when it was coming on. And so I ended up growing up watching that, and that was kind of my first introduction. It wasn't until... I had graduated high school that I actually watched OG Dragon Ball. So I watched Dragon Ball Z first, and then I went back and watched Dragon Ball off of Hulu. Oh, wow. Um, Hulu, huh? Yeah. So when it was back on Hulu, I did watch all of uh, OG Dragon Ball. Um, I did watch Dragon Ball Z growing up with my older brothers, and I just... There's something about those muscly guys I just grew up and just love. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about them. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, it's nice to hear that Dragon Ball transcends generations. And when we were in the theater, oh were, yeah, there were a number of little kids in the theater that had like Dragon Ball shirts on. I think I should think the kid right next to us had a Sonic shirt on. He was way cooler than I am. Listen, the best thing all week happened when we went to see that movie. Mm-hmm. When we were leaving the movie theater, I had my Dragon Ball Z shirt on. Yeah. And a six-year-old boy came up to me. From and Target, s- your Target shirt. Yeah, my Target workout shirt. Yeah. And this little boy comes up to me and he goes. I really like your shirt and I felt like the coolest bitch ever. I was like, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's nice to see a a new generation of people still enjoy Dragon Ball. 
Well, I just love it because I'm sure that kid's dad loves Dragon Ball, and now he's yeah. getting to share that with his kid. And I just yeah. that just gives me the warm fuzzies. So, dra- I mean, Dragon Ball is in the group with like Star Wars and some of these other properties that, like, you know, 30, 40 years ago, people loved Star Wars. And there's just something about Star Wars that, tra- that uh, everything in life has changed from 40 years ago. Everything, but certain things manage to transcend generations. Dragon Ball, Star Wars, you know, um, Lord of the Rings, certain properties like this, they just stick around and it doesn't, it just has something about it that everyone likes regardless of when you were born. I think it's the characters are just so likable and there's just, there's nothing offensive about Goku. He's so, he's just, he's just a fun loving goofball that likes to be strong like that would die for you yeah exactly like point blank that's it so what is there not to like about goku what's there to not like about any of the characters they're all quirky and funny there aren't any other anime properties that are 40 years old that still generate 100 million dollars in the movie theater there just aren't like um doraemon has a movie every year detective conan but if a detective conan movie came to the states nobody would care it would get you know it would make a minimum minimal amount of money Um, But Dragon Ball, it just hangs in there. So let's talk about the movie now. Um, This movie is about the Red Ribbon Army. So those of you that that have seen a lot of the Dragon Ball Z movies know that a lot of them are about androids. So in the Dragon Ball franchise, you saw androids 16, 17, 18, uh, and actually Dr. Jiro and the other dude were 19 and 20. So you see 16 through 20 in in the actual series. But in the films, you get to see some of the earlier numbered androids. They're villains and basically just the, you know, Android 13 or whatever. Like, they're in the films. And this movie is pretty much in the same vein. The Red Ribbon Army has been reduced to, like, a pharmaceutical company or whatever. And Evil. Yeah, very evil. Um, <laughs> right on brand. Yeah, right on life. brand. <laughs> and um, so, but they always, but, but they still have designs on conquering the world because they're, they're still the the Red Ribbon Army, and and they're run like a bunch of fucking yakuza. For the yeah, most part. and I, you know, I really like that they're bringing back the Red Ribbon Army a little bit because that even goes all the way back to OG Dragon Ball. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. and I loved that they did like a mini catch up, even though it made me feel like old as fuck. Um, saying like, if you're old enough to remember the Red Ribbon Army, like I just, something about that yeah. just made me happy because it's just taking all of Dragon Ball and catching everybody up so everybody can enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, and the movie doesn't take itself seriously and we'll talk about that, but that's an example of that. They're like, they're they're willing to say, hey, we're old as a franchise. If, you're, if you were around 40 years ago, you might be old enough to remember the Red Ribbon Army. Which is just, I don't know, it's tongue It's just silly, it's, it's fun. Yeah. So, as Netflix would say, it's irreverent, which yes. every single thing on Netflix is, is irreverent. Yeah, what's with that? I hate that word now. It's annoying. It's like a pretentious word, like, oh, irreverent. Like, oh, I'm gonna so use, irreverent. I'm going to use some word that no one uses in real life ever. I'm going to use a word that somebody <laughs> has it. to Google. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so, the Red Ribbon Army, uh, Dr. Giroux's nephew or cousin or whatever, I think nephew probably, are is in prison for you know, doing bad things. I think it, it was it his grandson. Might've been his grandson. And he's like, um, this super genius that apparently is supposed to surpass even Dr. Giro, you know, for the most part. And he loves Oreos. He loves Oreos. He does. So his name is Dr. Hado. 
and Dr. Hato, that was right, isn't it? And uh, let me just make sure that's right. No, no, they're calling, the website is calling Dr. Giroux, Dr. Hato, which is definitely not correct. But the uh, the son of... What was his name? I can't remember his name. Oh my God. I'm going to yeah, have to look yeah, it up one sec. So they basically, he gets out of prison and the, the, Red, the Red Ribbon Army is essentially waiting for him to get out of prison because they want him to develop new androids using all the funding from all of the... Uh, you know, money that they've made as a quote-unquote legit company to make and make new androids that will help them conquer the Earth. Because and then that's you know, pretty uh, yeah. His name Doctor Giroux's surviving grandson, Doctor Hado. It's right here. You don't have to look it up. I got it. So I was right. Yeah, it is Doctor Hado. Yeah, which is you know, Dragon Ball has stupid names. So Doctor Giroux, Doctor Hado, like whatever. So um, they bust him out of prison. And he's a superhero obsessed mad scientist type that dresses up in like his his own spandex costume. Well, and he's really cute because he's like he loves superheroes. He likes the good guys, and he's like so smart but so gullible that he thinks he's on like the good guys because he's convinced that Goku and all of them are like evil aliens I trying think, to take over the world. I think he eventually re- says that he knew that they were evil all along, but he was hoping that like he could sway them in some way or that he could have a good influence. Yeah. But it's like almost, it's, de- I don't know. He's very childlike and kind of cute in a way. It's, 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 it's the typical Dragon Ball thing where like, you know, the villain is capable of becoming an ally. If you think about it, pretty much every villain that ever existed in Dragon Piccolo. Ball pretty much became a, a hero. Piccolo, Vegeta, yep, Boo, yep, um, um, even like Ubu, like there's an Ubu, like the kid, the, the kid, yeah, he became a he became a hero, um, you know, and there's more. The only one, the main ones that never became, and even Frieza, for God's sake, became somewhat of a of a ally in Dragon Ball Super. The only one that never really showed up again that was a main villain was Cell. Cell is just too evil. I think they're never going to, there's never going to be a good incarnation of Cell. He's just way too evil. Um, but so basically the, and I'm not going to go through the whole plot line because I don't want to spoil it. So no. I will cut it off, cut it off at one point, at some point. But they, but Dr. Hado makes two androids, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2, who are pretty cool. Yeah. And they're like your stereotypical, like good guy superheroes. Like if you were to look up the definition of a superhero, that's what they're supposed to be. And if you think about it, actually, I think I did. I think I did the math on my fingers in the theater, but gamma is alpha, beta, zeta. What isn't it like the seventh letter in the Greek alphabet? Greek alphabet. Gamma. I I don't I don't I got, know I got, I got off this. the top of my head. I got this. So it's ask your mom. Alpha, beta, uh, alpha, beta, gamma. So never mind. I'm full of shit because I don't know the Greek alphabet correctly. I don't either. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so he makes gamma one and gamma two who are pretty cool looking. They, um, they have like capes and boots and they have a cool outfit and they have a, they have like neat helmets with like a fin on the top sort of, and they look cat like, I would say they look a little like a cat. Um, but they're not quite cats. Um, but they look very Dragon Ball and Gamma 1 has like one blade on his head and Gamma 2 has two blades and one of them's red, one of them's blue and they're like buddies and they're basically like androids that, much like Dr. Hado, are very focused on justice. So they're very blind to the fact that the Red Ribbon Army isn't an, is not is not good. They just want to do the, the hero thing 
and the Red Ribbon Army lies to them and says, oh, Piccolo and all these people, like you said, they're aliens. They're out to destroy, destroy the, the earth. earth. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, you know, mid combat, not too many spoilers, you know, there are moments where they kind of wonder who the, who the hero is and they will side with whoever, whoever is good because they are, as Dr. Hato is all about superheroes. They want to do the good thing. They're just not. They want sm- to be the hero. They're not that smart though. They're no. Just, they're easily manipulated. Anyway, so um, this movie is very heavily focused on Piccolo and Gohan. Fuck which, yes. Which is pretty cool um, because they haven't been involved very much in Dragon Ball Super to this point. And Piccolo and Vegeta, uh, Goku and Vegeta are hardly in the movie. Which is kind of refreshing in my opinion. It is pretty Because they're so fucking strong. It's pretty neat. Um, they do give you the required cliche sort of fight between Piccolo or between Goku and Vegeta, you know, just because she don't remind you that they exist as if you needed to be reminded. But ultimately, um, the movie is about Piccolo and Gohan. So, you know, go and Pan is in this movie a lot and Piccolo has been raising Pan. And she's so fucking cute she's and their really relationship cute. is so fucking cute and I'm just like obsessed yeah. with her. It's, I want more Pan 10 out of 10. It's an ex- it's an absolute throwback to go to Piccolo training Gohan. I know it made my heart feel so warm. And now Gohan is now he now he's training Pan, who's Gohan's daughter. So it's he's pretty much he, he's pretty much her grandfather. You would think that uh, Gohan would have gotten some parenting skills from Piccolo, but it seems like he's taking after his own father. Yeah, he's so busy studying and working for companies or whatever that he doesn't seem to have time for anything. So much so that in order to get. Um, and there will be a spoiler section. I'll just drop a spoiler. You know I think what? this is all spoilers, I'm honestly. Just gonna drop a, I'm just going to drop a spoiler now. Spoilers are coming. Oh, a, my God. Go. So um, there will be some spoilers. I'm not going to try to smock. The movie isn't, re- isn't really deep. <laughs> no, it's just it's, a good time. Um, and, you know, but, sometimes you just need a good time. And that's what that was. You can go into the movie theater, sit down, and just smile and laugh and hang out with your favorite characters. I will take out major spoilers. But in order to get Gohan involved, they basically had Piccolo basically lets them kidnap Pan. And then Gohan gets involved. And it's like, wow. Like, all of a sudden, you know. Well, it's partly Gohan, a scheme to get Gohan to get his ass in gear, is what Piccolo's taking it as. Essentially, yeah, and um, and then you know it's a typical Dragon Ball movie. Your main characters are in it. Pick Krillin's in it a little bit. Android 18's in it a bit. Bulma's in it quite a bit, I'd say. Oh yeah, Bulma hangs around. Um, the characters. I would I would say that if I had the Dragon Balls, I would use them just in the same way as Bulma. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, we won't give you a spoiler on that, but it's very typical. Dragon Ball not taking itself seriously, just wasting these wishes because they've they've summoned the dragon so many times. It's like ho hum at this point to them. Yeah, exactly. And it's and so it's funny like, to like listen to the Dragon Ball like theme song, like the older ones where it's all about the Dragon Balls and getting them. And it's like, nah, bitch, we can, we got uh, them on radar and shit. I just found a uh, an anime figure of of the, oh scene, my of God. the scene where where Bulma pulls up her pants and like uh, shows her under nether regions to master Roshi and like Dragon Ball and they want $765 Let's for get this it. figure. God in heaven. Let's get it. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's it does have Bulma's butt crack, which is pretty funny. Does uh, it have her front butt? No. There's a there's like a butt crack version and then like a regular version with her panties. Anyway. So, yeah, and um the movie it 
I will tell you right now, the Goku or Go, I can't, I keep saying these names wrong. Piccolo and Gohan. There's so many G characters in Dragon Ball. Gohan and Piccolo get new forms in this movie. Fuck yeah. I'm not going to talk about them. Personally, I thought it was kind of dumb. I always think, yeah, clearly Pancake and I don't, don't agree on that. Um, I am not a fan of all the different hair colors and all the different whatevers, the what have you. It was their turn, okay? Yeah, I mean, they gotta they're, catch over, up. they're overdue, but you know. Anyway, so they get new forms. You'll you'll either love them or hate them. It's very much in the same vein as the rest of the stuff you've seen in Dragon Ball Super, so it's not any worse than like Ultra Instinct Goku, for example. Um, but uh, in order to in order to get them relevant again, they needed to have something happen. So I won't spoil any of that. Um, I'm not going to talk too much more about, you know, plot point spoilers about the movie, but the movie did, did not take itself seriously at all. Um, yeah, there were a couple times when Piccolo talks directly to the audience, and I yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, he breaks the fourth wall. Piccolo's dressing up in, like, you know, um, dis- silly disguises. disguises. Yeah, and... Uh, and Like, uh, pretending he's got, like, IBS or some shit. It didn't really... I mean, Dragon Ball hasn't been very serious for a long time. It, it used to be serious. Like, Dragon Ball Z, up until about, like, the end of Cell, was dead. it was a dead serious series, I thought. like, uh, Which is funny, because OG Dragon Ball is not fucking serious. Yeah, it's not serious. But, like, the Android saga was very serious. You get people, you know, killing civilians and all this. Uh, but this movie is very much, like, it's pretty silly. You still have uh, Bidusu and Whis are eating fucking strawberry ice cream all the time. And oh, and he's um he's obsessed with the oh, what, what's her fucking name? Oh he wants to like bang her. Uh, I got to back up to here and get the Broly movie up here cuz their names are so just weird. Ridiculous at this point. Um it's one of Broly's friends. Why is this giving me Nappa and stuff? Was Nappa in the Broly movie? I don't remember that. I think we watched that when you were oh, living in Florida. Man. I'm not going to be able to come up with it, but the the green looking girl that hangs out with Broly from the last movie is in this movie, and Beatrice like falls in love with her, which is pretty silly. Yeah, and he gets all soft for her. it's it's so cute. So the, the movie doesn't doesn't take itself seriously. It does have some pretty good action scenes as you would expect. It um, is CG though. The whole movie, yes, the whole movie is CG. At first, I was very skeptical, like mm-hmm. in the opening, um, but. After watching it, it just felt like I was playing a um, Dragon Ball video game because it looked very much like yeah. a Dragon Ball video game. So it didn't bother me and it kind of grew on me, honestly. Just so and I don't think the fight scenes would have looked as good if it had been drawn like normal. Just so you know, the girl's name is Chi Lai, which I never would have guessed. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I would not fucking remember yeah, that, her, dude. Her name is, her, I mean, this is a green looking chick with white hair and a blue scouter. So yeah, it's in CG. I mean, they were heading in this direction. I feel like around close to half of the Frieza movie was CG. Same with Broly, and they've just made the the full transition. I mean, it is a little concerning at first, but uh, about after about fifteen minutes, you don't really notice it anymore, well, and it does look pretty good anyway. Listen, nobody's saying that Toei Animation can do shit or dick for animation ever so them transitioning to cg it might actually be a good move for the studio because like in the broly movie their modeling was fucking terrible like sometimes vegeta didn't even look like vegeta not as terrible as dragon ball super i mean nothing is that bad 
Uh, I don't even know if you know what I'm talking about, but Dragon Ball Super had some shots where like Goku didn't even look like Goku. It was pretty ridiculous. So, but that, but everybody knows that already. Um, but overall, like I thought the movie was pretty enjoyable. It's, um, it's not that long. I mean, it's about, what is it like 90 minutes? That's a hundred minutes. It's a hundred minutes long. The movie only had an $8 million budget. So the movie literally made, it's made like 10 times its budget already, which is automatically grounds for another movie, I would say. And with all the success of the movie and all these younger kids watching it, I I think it's pretty safe to say that you're going to get more Dragon Ball, you know, going forward. Akira Toriyama, he is getting old. So that's a little concerning. He's only 67. I know, but like that's, I mean, Dragon Ball might end with, with Akira Toriyama. It would have to. 67 is pretty old to be doing a lot of work. He directed, he was the screenplay for this movie, um, which is, you know, important because he basically wrote it. So, and that's a, that's an important thing. You want to have Akira Toriyama involved. Uh, I mean, at this point, Akira Toriyama is filthy rich and a little older. So it's not, and and we got to remember Dragon Ball isn't even his, wasn't even like his only success. He also has Dr. Slump, which was a pretty big hit as well. So I don't know how much longer he's going to be making these movies or making Dragon Ball Doesn't content, he do the art for um, Dragon Quest Dragon and shit Quest, too? Dragon Quest, Dra- uh, Chrono Trigger, Blue Dragon, et cetera, et cetera. He is like, he is like a pillar of anime, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Akira Toriyama is on the short list of most important people in the anime industry. Like, I think he's up there with um, Miyazaki. He's up there with Miyazaki. He's up there with uh, with Tezuka, uh, Rumiko Takahashi, you know, Isao Takahata, these people. You know, he's up there for sure. Um, it, he, he, it's just a fact, but I, I don't... Holy shit, he was born in New York? Uh, no, he wasn't. No, no, no. Born in Nagoya. Nagoya, okay. Aichi. No, not everybody is born in New York the way that uh, Utada was. Sorry, I'm still upset about that. So, um, I think we're going to get more Dragon Ball Super. I think it's pretty safe to say that it would not be a shock at all to see this be like the next 26 episodes of the Dragon Ball, or the next, I can't remember how many episodes. Battle of the Gods came out, the movie, and then that converted directly into the next dozen episodes of of Dragon Ball Super. That's how it started. So let me ask you a question then. Yeah. Do you think we're going to have a season of Dragon Ball that's going to focus on Gohan and Piccolo again, getting stronger and to meet up with Vegeta and Goku again? Well, um, because that would be pretty fucking badass. Well, they, they didn't adapt the Broly movie as I'm, as, as I recall, but I wouldn't just, I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised to see Another season, another Dragon Ball Super come out that begins with this, uh, and then then I think Goku will come back and it'll be because it's always yeah. In, but in the end, it's it would be nice Goku. if we had a little bit of um, a B storyline that's about Piccolo and Gohan and training Pan up and stuff. I'm able to accept that like Piccolo is powerful, Gohan is powerful, I, as long as they don't revive other characters in the series, like. Honestly, if they find a way to make Krillin relevant again, that'll be really stupid. They won't. I Um, I know you went to the bathroom during the movie, but uh, Bulma shows up with, she says, the strongest fighters on Earth. Yeah. And then she goes, and Krillin. And Krillin. Yeah. So we have that. There were some characters, other characters, speaking of that, there were some characters that were absent from this movie 
Chi Chi was not in it. Fuck Chi Chi. Chi Chi's not any good anyway. No one cares. Um, she's God. She's a. She's like a. She's a. See you next Tuesday. Um, uh, Tian is not in this movie. Chao Tzu's not in the movie. Yamcha's not in the movie. Boo is not in the movie. Yeah, he was briefly. Or for he's, like six seconds. Yeah, sleeping in a chair somewhere by a pool. All right, Boo's not in the movie. Um, <laughs> eh. Frieza's not in the movie. Um, you know, Broly's in the movie. Uh, yeah, Broly he's trying to he's training with Gohan, with Goku and Vegeta. Yeah, to get control of his powers, basically. So you can add Broly to the list of like characters that are pure evil that end up being friendly, which is like, just a cliche, but whatever. I mean, it's I love it about Dragon Ball. I mean, it's not just Dragon Ball, but um. So all in all, I thought this movie was pretty good. I was many, not disappointed with it. I'd probably give it. How many Dragon Balls out of seven would you give it? Um. Well, I mean, let me just let me put it in perspective by rating all the last four of them. Okay, go for it. Dr- Battle of the Gods, I didn't think was very good. Um, I would probably give it three Dragon Balls out of seven. Wow. Resurrection of F, I thought was a lot better. I like Frieza. Um, it was a little more coherent, and uh, I'd probably give that five Dragon Balls out of seven for the Frieza movie. Okay, okay. Broly was okay. I'd probably give it four Dragon Balls out of seven. I would also give Broly four Dragon Balls out of seven. And I would say this movie is also about four Dragon Balls out of seven. I'm going to give it five and a half Dragon Balls out of seven because I just had so much fun hanging out with Piccolo. Well, that's true. Piccolo is the star of the movie. This show, not this show, this movie was just so much fun. And I just really like having fun with those characters. Yeah, Piccolo was definitely the star, and it was nice to see him involved again. And Piccolo comes in waves, you know. He was—I'm a huge Piccolo fan. We all know this. He so w- he was relevant, and then he was an un- and then he was not relevant, and then he absorbed Nail, and he became relevant again. And then he, and then he asks was, for stuff from the dragon in this movie. He was there. He was irrelevant, and then he absorbed Kami. Then he was relevant, and ever since then he's been irrelevant, and now he's. Now he's relevant again, sort of, you know? I think they're setting this up because, like, Broly was training with Goku and Vegeta, trying to get control of his powers. Um, And then Piccolo and Gohan are on Earth getting stronger. So maybe we're going to have, like, a new group of five. I don't know. We'll see. I I don't know where they're going to go from here. Dragon Ball's already done so much. There's so many androids. There's so many aliens that invade. There's I love it. It's a little difficult to more. predict where it's going to go from here. I, I'm never going to get tired of watching Dragon Ball, and I hope they keep making um, more of it because um, you know I'm just it's one of those things that is just part of part of who I am, and it always will be. And I hope that they keep pumping out more of it. And I hope and I inc- oh oh and the theme song is pretty good. Oh yeah. So. I just hope that they hope they keep making more of it. I re- I encourage people to go find this movie. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can figure out where the hell to watch it. Uh, where the hell is it? Distribution. It's uh, distributed to a company, Disney. Disney. Due to the influence of Disney. Um, uh, let's see. Crunchyroll is distributing the film outside Japan with Sony Pictures. Uh oh. Except in North America, where they will release it on their own. What does that mean? I don't know, but it's all good. Hmm. Well, you might just go to the theater find your nearest movie tavern yeah. get a free uh, popcorn and watch a $5 movie 
So I don't I don't know where you can watch it in the states, but it's it'll, I'm sure it's going to be available. Go check it out if you're a fan of Dragon Ball. Don't be turned off by the CG. It's pretty good. And if um, you've played any Dragon Ball uh, video games, you'll get over the CG pretty quickly. Yeah. Especially during the fight seasons. Yeah. So that's about it from from me. Anything else you want to say? No. Um. Except for that. Uh, Piccolo's got big dick daddy energy and everybody should go watch this and have, have a good time. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. Come hang out with us on the Discord. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, then uh, for Pancake, I'm Mitsugi and uh, signing out. Bye.